What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. It's December 6th. I fucked that word up a bit. It's the 6th. It's the 6th day of December, 2022. It's a runoff night down there in Georgia, which, of course, we're going to be talking about. But I'm Trey Crowder. That's Mark Agee. What's up, Mark? Yeah, it's a Tuesday, Trey, which means Georgia's voting every Tuesday on the dot. <laughs> yeah. <And, laughs> yeah. <laughs> good Lord, man. They would not hit to live in Georgia lately. Uh, I agree. I, yeah, God I bless mean, those people, man. They're, they're uh, sticking with it. It seems like, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise – like, I know that we're going to talk about, like, turnout is – is is good turnouts high and i find that uh you know i guess I- impressive or whatever because i would you know i you'd have to have fatigue i would think living there like you said it's like every other year for yeah. three months we gotta go vote a bunch of times and the fate of the world hangs in the balance or whatever so <laughs> you know that's why when, when Republicans get on their voting as a right, it's a privilege sort of shit. It's like, it's a privilege. It's fucking, it's like going to the DMV. Right. <laughs> it's like, it, it's an obligation to always do it, but it's like, it, it's not fun to wait in line and check buddy mm-hmm. and fill out a standard ass test. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot to get to. We'll talk about the turnout stuff because the numbers are funny depending on how you slice it. Basically, voter suppression works is a, is a lesson we're learning. I still think Warnock's going to win, but we'll find out on the moment a little bit. A um, couple of things before we get to the show. So Trump Org was found guilty in 17 counts of fraud and tax evasion today. And I said, I need somebody like a lawyer to sit me down and explain to me as a, like a child how a company can be guilty of crimes, but none of the people that work there. Uh, was it a corporation? Because corporations are they're 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 their own people, right? It's like a whole thing in this country. Yeah. They established that a long time ago, Mark. I'm surprised you missed mm-hmm. it. But yeah, the company is a person, so it's guilty. So like the people, <laughs> I would think that at least be accomplices, you know. But yeah, not. <laughs> uh, not to be not to be too fair to Mitt Romney, but like his point <laughs> was that corporations are made up of people, right? They are. He's not wrong. No. Um, but but also he was making a case for corporations to have people's rights, which I disagree with, like being able to spend the limited amounts on elections and shit. Uh, fuck that. But so anyway, the so the white collar is basically legal in America, and it's extremely funny that they had to do this shit for like three decades and have the guy get elected president and be universally hated to be held remotely to account for mm-hmm. fairly obvious crimes. But I was looking through the charges, and it's really funny that they found 12 people who were like, yes, this highly technical law was definitely violated. The jury says the system isn't perfect. It's the best we can do. But it's funny because I was thinking about that quote. Um, uh, I, f- I forget whose quote it was. Was it Mark Twain? Somebody like, like, it's, it's always Mark Twain. Twain. Yeah, it's always Mark Twain. It's mm-hmm. like it's hard for your faith in democracy to survive a conversation with a single voter. But like you make that up with large numbers, right? In the, in the will of the people, but now you're picking 12 random dipshits to decide something highly technical. It's really funny to me. Yeah, no, we were, Corey, you know, our senior Georgia correspondent who is uh, indisposed tonight, so he will not be joining us. I regret to inform you all. He's okay. Everything's fine. But anyway, he uh, he just had to almost do jury. He got called in for jury duty. And so we were talking about that on the Well Read podcast. And it was the first time that I'd really sort of, I mean, not the first time, but, and I'm not saying just because Corey almost was on a jury. That's not entirely, <laughs> it's not entirely what I mean. It's just yeah. during that conversation, I was thinking, it's like, man, the whole jury thing is kind of wild when you think about it. Cause it's like, uh, you know, pretty important. And most of us don't know much, but it's like you said, you know, it's the best we could do. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I'm not opposed to the idea of a jury of your peers or anything. It's just, you know, nah, my peers be I, dumb. I, I trust uh, <laughs> 12 
of random people off the street on judge who's trying to get absolutely being a hard ass or like for sure he's taking kickbacks from private prisons to put people in jail which they've been yes. caught doing yes um uh yeah but it's it's just like I, I like to imagine these people are just like i don't understand any of this but fuck that asshole right. <laughs> yeah. it's probably how it went so when trump complains about the jury pool in, in new york which is they, they always try, they always say it's unfair to be tried in dc which is uh, parentheses because those people are black, right? Uh, and they're they're voting, they're you know, deciding guilt of Republicans. Uh, that's all the January sixth defendants have been claiming, and so I'm sure he's going to complain about a New York jury pool, but whatever. Uh, we all know he's guilty of shit. Who gives a shit? But speaking of Trump, he also posted on Truth that we should uh, he should be reinstated, even if it means like eliminating the Constitution, and then everyone right. can hear it. Because like yeah. the Republican, they made a big deal over like the first thing they're doing to retake the House is read the Constitution into the record. Uh-huh. Just like jerk off. Who cares? Yes. Uh, if you gave if you gave me line item veto and and, and the right power of benevolent dictator, I'd probably redo the constitution some too. But uh, there's got to be a process. <laughs> I honestly can't believe it took him as long as it has to suggest uh, deleting the constitution. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, oh, like, I it's clear most of them don't know shit about it or give a fuck about it anyway, despite jerking it yeah. off all the time. But yeah, I'm not surprised it was he was the one that finally just said, you know, we should just get rid of this fucking thing. Mike McCain yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah. And so many people are going to hear that and be like, "He's right. We should." Yeah, it's like they heard that the Constitution's not a suicide pact, and like, and they're like, "But it is a suicide pact, and we want to, we want to, we want to replace it with a different suicide pact." Um, <laughs> I, the jury duty thing reminds me. I forgot I was supposed to have jury duty this week out of it because I got COVID. Uh, so shout nice. out to COVID. Uh, it yeah. also reminds me. My Aaron, my wife, was supposed to have jury duty a couple of years ago, and she, you know, you have to go like multiple days to see if you get seated and she was in there supposed to do like a pretty horrific trial of sex crime against children and she came down crying when they were questioning her so they let her go because she couldn't handle listening to yeah <laughs> i hate to laugh but it's like yeah i mean but you're probably the person who should be on the jury okay it, it, so it, you just yeah. you got what i was about to say on the well-read podcast a lot of it came down to that exact dynamic it wasn't like a child sex crimes case <laughs> or anything but it was all about how Corey like got out of it basically by saying you know that uh, the justice system is bullshit, giving his actual opinions, you know, but uh, and and Drew, who's a former defense attorney, said he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm not shaming you or anything like that. I totally get it. And also all you did was tell the truth. So it's fine. He was like, but, you know, you're arguably the last person in that room who shouldn't be on the jury, the jury. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, like, I, like yeah. juries actually need more people like you on them, you know, but mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, jury duty still don't hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I got jury duty during COVID, so I didn't have to physically go down there. I just had to call a number every morning instead of going there to do the check-in mm-hmm. thing. And I just, I never got called and then it was over. So shout out to COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never had to do it. COVID hooking us both up. Yeah. I, th- I think I'd have fun being on a jury as long as a couple of days in this interesting case. But yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, I've never, never been called. Um, for you, the show, like you suggested, you wanted to talk about the more North Carolina thing. And so if you guys don't know, um, there was a highly protested drag show happening in a small town in Carolina. And then coincidentally, maybe someone shot up some power substations and knocked 40,000 people out of power, including locations going to have the trash. And a bunch of people are guessing that the two are related and they might very well be. And I had a bunch of stories prepped about how like taking out power stations is 
the right-wing terrorists a decent amount, even though it doesn't, like, it's one of those things where when the government looks at right-wing terrorism, they don't see a pattern. <laughs> right. they, just, they, they refuse to see a pattern. But yeah, it's like, it's, it's pretty common. In fact, a, a couple guys just got sentenced and had, <laughs> somebody pulled some really funny uh, courtroom transcripts where in the chat logs, these right-wing psychos, they were talking about what weapons they had, quoted a Biggie lyric listing off a bunch of guns. And the only person who recognized it as a biggie lyric was uh, the judge. As so he was trying to explain to the prosecutor that these are rap lyrics. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into that when it, when it comes. Um, I, so, yeah. yeah. I thought that I, I, I'm not surprised that shooting up a bunch of machinery will fuck up how that machinery works. But mm. there's something about the fact that they just like decided we're going to knock the power out. And so they just drove down there and just shot it mm. all a bunch you know, and then successfully knocked the power out. I mean, again, I'm not saying that I'm surprised that it, you know, that it can work that way. It's just also kind of, you know, uh, I guess alarming how sort of simplistic uh, many straight up terrorist uh, actions yeah. can be, you know, just get yeah. out there and, and just, uh, and just shoot all that shit if you want it to shut down and that will work. And yeah, I yeah. know a lot of people there, I know there was, they showed this lady who was at January 6th who lives in that community who posted on Facebook, all the lights are about to go out and I know why or something like that. And she also posted a picture of the drag show, the mm. theater having the drag show and just said something like God will not be mocked or something, but they don't have any like proof, yeah. proof that that's what it was. Also, I saw some people yeah. on Twitter saying that the, that the Queens, the Queens went up there and the, by flashlight, and did their thing acapella anyway so nice the terrorists did not win <laughs> yeah america's tearing itself over uh apart over uh men doing karaoke and dresses it makes a lot of mm -hmm. sense right um so yeah you made an interesting point though like i wouldn't know how to knock out a power substation right wing psychos trade tips and all their message boards and stuff so that seems to be a data point in favor of the theory but who knows but yeah the fbi is on it and uh the the whole county or a bunch of the counties been out of power for a while and one person has died. It's not clear whether that's related to the power outage or a different medical thing, but like it's cold as shit in North Carolina right now. People are like going to the grocery store to warm up and stuff. So uh, they fucked up a bunch of people's lives to stop uh, a drag show. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I also we, wondered, you know, they said good, that like the yeah. nursing home, there's nursing homes there and they're out of power. So it was like really um, old people in there, you know, freezing their asses off. And I wondered, I was like, I wonder where those papaws in there fall on this whole situation. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if there's at least a couple of them in there like, it's yeah. worth it. <laughs> you know, or if they're like, you know, let them dance. God damn. It's cold in here. Yeah. Yeah. That was a quote from someone who's protesting. It was like, these aren't like the drag show up with. And it's like, they, well, they are <laughs> it's, it's it's so fucking stupid um so uh one last time we get the show um we tied last week's episode was on the uh the looming railroad strike that biden was trying to uh kneecap and they successfully yeah. successfully did so they the house passed mm -hmm. a better version of the uh, compromise plan where the workers would have gotten seven days of paid sick leave and uh, sent both versions to the Senate, and Democrats got six Republican votes. Joe Manchin was the only defector, but they didn't get to sixty, so they had to pass the stripped-down version. So you could get, you could, on one hand, you could say Democrats did everything they could. On the other hand, you could say why didn't Biden at least ask them for more? Because who knows what the yeah. president could have done with a megaphone? And it, it's like 
also we talked about, but this doesn't solve the problem. Like I'm seeing a bunch of like interviews with wives or railroad workers. Like he's still trying to figure out how to quit. As soon as they get the big lump sum payment for the back pay that they just, they just negotiated, he's walking off the job. Uh, no one's going to want to take these jobs. Like if you, if the goal is to keep shit moving on the railroads, this is not a long-term fix. Um, and no, anyway. it's also just disheartening. I mean, we talked about it last week, but it's just disheartening and shitty. Cause it's like literally nobody in government, no politicians, really give a fuck about working. I mean, other than like Bernie and some of the like actual progressives, like a handful of them, but generally speaking, like, you know, big money runs the show. Like, Hey, fucking Christmas is coming. You know how much money everybody's going to make? We can't fuck that up. So yeah. Fuck the whole notion of labor and uh, organizing for, you know, better conditions and all that, even from the most quote pro labor president of all time. It's uh, it's just a real bummer. But if there aren't any people to work on the railroads, this is also going to be a long, long-term negative impact on the railroads' bottom line. It's like this; it's so short-sighted. I know they're only thinking right. to the end of the quarter and they get their bonus, and then they get fired and it's the next guy's job. But that's the whole problem with the system. But speaking of it all being about money, so about a hundred years ago, there was a railroad strike, and the New York Daily News sent a guy on the street to ask people what they thought about it. And this guy, Albert Harriman, you see it on the screen. Uh, they talked to him on East 36th Street. He's an elevator inspector, which is your fun job that I think is probably still around. Our government is one with capitalistic tendencies. And since it has taken charge of the situation, I feel like capital will force the strikers uh, strikers to its own terms. So same song, same as it ever was. Right. Uh, so Albert Herman for president, everybody. We dig him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's probably not even that much older than some of our top candidates, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. With us, as always, is producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. I want to remind y'all, of course, real quick. Number one, if you'd like to see me perform live, go to TreyCrowder.com. Me, Corey, and Drew will be in Nashville next weekend. Then I got a bunch of dates in 2023. So go to TreyCrowder.com. I can't talk tonight. Go to TreyCrowder.com. Check them out. Come and see me. Number two. If you enjoy this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. You can go to weeklyskews.com slash more or just go on Patreon and look me up. Either way works. $5 a month gets you access to full-length bonus episodes. We're going to do another one later this week. Uh, We're having a lot of fun with it, so we hope you will consider it. All right, get some more skews in your life. As for the show tonight, as we already alluded to, all the nation's eyes are once again on the great state of Georgia Will Herschel Walker be vanquished or is hope well and truly dead? It doesn't determine the control of the Senate, but it still feels pretty high stakes to me on account of it would uh, indicate just how low the bar really is in a lot of ways. So we'll see what happens and we'll talk about it. But first, the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Every damn one of us is the DD tonight for not being on the Supreme Court, despite apparently being observably smarter than Justice Samuel Alito. Listen to this clip. If there's a, a black Santa at the other end of the mall and he doesn't want uh, to have his picture taken with a, a child who's dressed up in a Ku Klux Klan uh, outfit, that the black Santa has to do that. No, because Ku Klux Klan outfits are not protected characteristics under public accommodation laws. So, yeah, I, I, I know. I was so when I first saw this clip. So there's also there's a part after this where, um, 
I, I don't remember if it's Judge Jackson, one of the other judges says something else, and then Alito says something like, oh, yeah, you always see black kids in Klan outfits, huh, or something, just some, like, wise-ass crack. And I saw people, yeah. like, tweeting about that, and immediately I was like, well, the but fuck that part. The first part was the shitty and dumb part, like the truth, you know. But when I heard him say that, it's one of those things where I was almost like screaming at my my screen, but I was so relieved that the dude just, you know, immediately responded uh, in the appropriate way, which is not surprising because this dude's arguing a case for the Supreme Court, I guess. It, but, you know, that's what makes it so surprising that it comes from a, you know, a, a disingenuous query like that came from a Supreme Court justice to begin with. But you've pointed out multiple times on this show. It's like these people ain't all that special or anything, really. <laughs> it's like he's either dumb or shitty or both, you know, because yeah. that makes no fucking sense to equate the, of being a just a black child versus, you know, wearing a Klan outfit and equating uh, it to. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to talk about the case that they're arguing about because it's sort of like an example of how fucking dumb everything is, and also how uh, conservative legal organizations have figured out how to game the system and, and with yeah. the cooperation, uh, they they've hacked the legal system, and with six conservative justices, they can just do whatever they want. So this is a case out of Colorado. This lady named Lori Smith, she makes websites, and her what she doesn't want to do is have to make a gay uh, make a website for a gay wedding. All right. A couple things to know here is that she's never made a website for a gay wedding or asked to make a website for a gay wedding or never ever made a website for a wedding at all. It's not her main right. job. She pivoted from like advertising to this website company fairly recently. And she makes like websites for nonprofits and churches and political candidates. And then she this group called the Alliance Defending Freedom, which you can guess what their beliefs are, took her on as a client. And then she added, I would like to make wedding websites to her website. Again, no one's asked her to make a gay website. Right. I didn't know that. I mean, you know, I'm law dumb. I've said it many times, but like, I didn't even realize something like this could happen, meaning like just some sort of hypothetical situation could end up being argued before the Supreme Court. Like, I just assumed, okay, some uh, gay couple asked her for a website and she said no, like mm -hmm. the cake situation. And now oh. here we are again. But yeah, finding out, it's like, no, that has never happened. She's never made, uh, yeah, she don't even hardly do that. It's never come up. It's just like, but you know, it might could come up and that's <laughs> worth the Supreme Court's time, apparently. I just didn't even yeah. realize that shit worked that way. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. They made it up. All right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they just, it's completely like fuck, like fucking like the you know it. it yeah. So it's like a, a a child's drawing of what a legal case should be. Yeah. But they, they so this yeah this is a re redo of the masterpiece cakes thing, which the woman the Supreme Court essentially held that cakes aren't speech. So whatever, we're just like punting on this. And so like well the website speech. So we get a control off the lead on this, right? So they go back up and like look. They're, they're fighting the last war to a certain extent because probably, I bet 95% of companies that make websites would make them happily for a gay couple because they mm -hmm. do, do the job to make money, right? Um, but there's also a lot of money to be made if you're the one person who becomes the face of a conservative issue. Of course, you yeah. Win that welfare circuit, right? Right, so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's just all, it's, so it's just like, it's so fucking dumb. And Alito knows his arguments are full of shit. And I, I just can't believe they bootstrapped this fake case all the way to the Supreme Court. They're definitely going to win. And pretty much going forward, if you want to be a huge prejudiced asshole, all you have to do is say it's your religious belief. 
and there's not going to be any sort of public accommodation. That's the thing. You're just a public accommodation. You provide a service. You cannot deny it to someone based upon their race, sex, national origin, yada, 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 right? That's it. Like you can't have a restaurant in the South and not let black people set the calendar if you let white people set the calendar, right? That's just the, you can have a cl- private club and let it whoever you want. But if you have a public facility, you got to, you, you, yeah, whatever. So this is all just so fucking dumb. And Alito also, he, the another analogy he used was um, if you are, are a Jewish photographer and you take someone's profile photo for J-Date and he was joking around with Kagan about J-Date saying she, uh, they were joking about her being on there because she's the one Jewish member of the Supreme Court. And then, he also said, well, you might be familiar with this website too, Ashley Madison. Mm-hmm. And sort and then realized he'd accused her of fucking cheating on her husband. And started yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> I I don't know, man. Just like mind your own business, let people marry who they marry. It's this is also fucking dumb. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh Mark, I don't know if it's gonna help or not, but will you check the, the I don't know, the cord or something on your microphone? I'm getting a little bit of like popping from you every now and then i can hear you and everything it's just like uh something going on technically now i can't hear you at all so hopefully i ruined it yep still can't hear you i don't know i killed it uh yeah you'll figure it out uh in the meantime up next while mark is doing that matt we can go ahead and show this video that should still work i imagine if i haven't caused everything to fall apart next honorable mention for daily dumbass is you who for not getting out in front of whatever the hell Kanye is doing. Uh, this is not a good look for them. Picking up the Yahoo and the Netting. So, so for now, it's just Netting. I know some people call him BB. No, some you call him Yahoo, but we're gonna call him Netting. What you want, Netting? Hey, yay! Right after this, I'm gonna say you're crazy. I'm gonna take your, your family away from you. We're not done with you yet. You cannot cause free thought. We have to control the history books. We have to control the banks, and we have to go and kill people. Also, we're in the bad day. Ha, ha, ha. So, <laughs> yeah, while, hopefully, you're gonna take the mask off because is this actually yay here? Right. Yeah. The, okay. So first of all, I've, I've got to admit something. I and I, I don't feel that bad about this considering everything about Kanye right now. But I didn't put it I didn't put the you who I didn't put the you who together with the rest of the bit that he's doing. So it's mm. he got he's got a net and a you who which he calls Yahoo. So yeah. it's net net and Yahoo. See yeah. now I get it. I thought he just liked you. I say I get it. I don't have a fucking clue what's happening right now, but uh yeah, yeah. I, I missed the it, you who Yahoo thing. If you watched every minute of this three-hour interview, it still wouldn't make any more sense, sense to me. But <laughs> yeah. a, a basic bit of context is that uh, Kanye, in his dive into anti-Semitism, he's a, he's a fast learner, and he just heard of Benjamin, Benjamin Netanyahu like a week ago, and he thought his name was funny, so now he's doing this bit. Um, and yeah, Netanyahu does suck, but for reasons other than his Jewishness. Uh, so I want to talk to, about this because we're going to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop in a second through the lens of Twitter, but like, Elon let Kanye back on Twitter after this. <laughs> Is he still on there now? No. Or did he then take him off again? No, he kicked him off again because he tweeted right. uh, uh, an image of a swastika mashed up with the Star of David. And Elon kicked him off for violating terms of service. He said it was an incitement to violence, which is absolutely not. It's protected speech under U.S. law. But he said his justification was it made him want to smack Kanye, so therefore it's a it's an incitement to violence. Dude, this <laughs> Kanye shit, 
I mean, you, I don't know how he can top what he's done now, but like, you know, just when you thought he couldn't get wilder, going out there and just straight up talking about how much Hitler hits for him and the Nazis mm-hmm. were cool and all this. It's like, again, dude, as everybody, I, I said in the video, as everybody else pointed out, like when Alex, jo- that's my favorite part of this one clip is <laughs> Alex, jo- Alex Jones being dumbfounded and not knowing what the fuck to say. He just sits every second. He's like, so, uh, okay. Uh, like Alex Jones being on his back feet throughout this whole, this whole interview is, uh, you know, tells you all you need to know about it. Like even he was like, whoa, <laughs> breaks there, buddy. Like, uh, that, that takes a special, uh, something. Well, know, it's not, not that they Alan, disagree I don't with know him. what it is, but yeah, it's not that these dudes disagree with him. He's just blowing up their dog whistles. Like he doesn't have the patience. Yeah. No, I He's know like, that. Right. Yeah. That's what I said in the, the video I made, I said at the end of it, I was like, I'm sure behind closed doors, they would all be like, look, you know, we love your, we, you know, we love where your head's at. It's just the messaging needs to be massaged a little bit, you know, like say globalists more or so, you know, like, mm-hmm. and if you're going to bring up the Holocaust, compare it to vaccine mandates or something like that. It's like, you just gotta, you know, just gotta choose your words a little more carefully, but you know, we like where your head's at, you know, you're, yeah, you're saying all the right things, but the wrong way, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So while on the subject of Twitter, let's talk about Hunter's laptop for a second, because this is going to be national news for years, probably if Republicans have their way. I know. And it's also fucking stupid. Um, We're going to have congressional hearings about the website where um, uh, I'll call it back up in a minute, Matt. I want to sit though. I want to talk about what actually the Thai B stuff first. So (laughs) um, fuck, how do I I even broach this? So the, the idea that they're going to be congressional hearings about the content of a website where people with uh, handle names like Boner Hitler 420 post P is stored in the balls and mm-hmm. also the president post press releases. It's like this is just a truly fucking dumb era we live in. Oh, yeah. So, late last week, Elon tweeted, we're finally going to reveal what happened with Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, in reality, what happened with Hunter Biden's laptop is uh, Hunter Biden has drug problems. He dropped a laptop off to be fixed. He got high and forgot about it. The guy kept it and opened it. Apparently, he's a right-wing conspiracy theorist. He hooked up with Rudy Giuliani, and they started shopping this story around to try to get somebody to write about the laptop, even though, as far as I can tell, there's nothing really revelatory on it unless you assume facts, not in evidence, right? Mm-hmm. So, he, uh, uh, they start shopping around this data that's supposed to take him to the laptop and there's way too much data to fit on a fucking laptop so everyone's like we can't verify this they actually did give the actual hard drive to someone legit who looked at it and was like i can only confirm like a third of these files legitimate so we cannot report on this all right they finally got the new york post to write it up in the meantime um the story was floating around and after the, everyone got burned in 2016 by a bunch of fake news horse shit including the steel dossier stuff which we'll come back to in a second they uh <laughs> It, the FBI had a meeting with also social media companies, let them know that we can't, we, we have no idea the providence of this story. This very much could be Russian bullshit and it's going to be floating around. And so Twitter's like, okay, we'll take it down. So New York Post story drops and they can't, it's a legitimate news source, sort of, even though the post is a rag. They, to them, that looks like the same thing. So they, they block the story for two days from being shared on Twitter. Two days. Right. All right. That's what the right wing's mad about. All right. Right. And, but what tight so Elon leaks all the, the the internal communications selectively chosen I'm assuming of all these content deliberations so there are people who 
are trying their best, are thinking through stuff, and don't know what what they should do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, the people the people that were working at Twitter at the time, all the internal conversations they had about how they should treat this New York Post Hunter Biden laptop situation mm-hmm. when it was banned for two days, and that was like the big bomb, the big truth bomb that Elon and Taibbi were dropping on everybody, proving how yeah. opposed to the fundamental nature of free speech Twitter is, or whatever the hell, evidently. But like. But that's pretty much the whole thing. Like you just said, people being like, how do we handle this? I don't know. Do we do this? Should we do that? Whatever. And then like, you know, debating it. And and that's pretty much it. Pretty much yeah, all and it I, Like if I was running Twitter, I probably would not have blocked the post story. That feels like over the top to me. But it's their website. They can do whatever they want. Just like Elon can do whatever he wants. He could boot me off tomorrow. He could let Kanye back on tomorrow. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He wants it. Uh, but like the examples of deleted content that Taibbi point to, and by the way, this makes me depressed because Taibbi used to be awesome. I know, like, I know. Stuff. That was my, I didn't, I hadn't kept up with Taibbi really. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of lost him at some point and I didn't know that all this had happened with him. Cause yeah, like in the Bush era, I loved mm-hmm. that motherfucker, you know, cause he yeah. was like, he stayed going yeah. in on W yeah. and all, and all that shit back in the day. Yeah. He used to hit for me. I didn't, it's a damn yeah. shame. He probably should have won a bunch of Pulitzers after the 2008 collapse because he fucking tore Wall Street apart appropriately. But apparently what happened since then is he a book came out that he and his partner wrote about their time when they were stationed in Russia as reporters. And there was a bunch of like sexual harassment stuff in there and people were grossed out by it. Apparently that was fictionalized to make the story more interesting, but it still didn't make him look good. But that semi-cancellation sort of radicalized him and left him without a political home. And now I moved to Substack and he makes like $2 million a year writing is Biden too woke think pieces. So there you go. That's a, that's a career for you. Um, so, (laughs) so, but the, the the links type you pointed to of stuff that was taken down were literally just screen grabs of Hunter Biden's dick from his his sex tapes he had on the laptop. Now, People are saying Biden asked him to censor the story. Biden did not ask him to censor the New York Post story. That's a different thing. If you want to blame somebody that, for, for that, that's DHS or FBI asking Twitter politely, warning them politely, this could be common. It could be disinformation, right? So from the Biden campaign, Biden was this. People say the First Amendment violation. Biden was not in fucking government. He had no power. He pointed to some revenge porn pics of his son's dick. They flagged as an obvious violation of Twitter terms of service because they made posting revenge porn on there illegal against the rules in like 2015. That's it. <laughs> it. It's just unwanted nudes of his son. Right. They were posted by James Woods and a bunch of other psychos. All right. So, but remember all that when you watch this Tucker video. Uh, now you can play this, man. <laughs> In 2020 election, Twitter did this with the help of the FBI, getting censorship on behalf of one candidate while working to hurt the other candidate. It is hard to imagine a more brazen attack on our democracy than this. This is not how our system is supposed to work. In fact, it's illegal. What Twitter did is a violation of the First Amendment, as well as of established campaign finance law. They never declared right, those contributions it. to the... Yeah. So, hard to imagine a more brazen attack on our democracy. It's like, I can think of at least one pretty pretty quickly right off the bat yeah. but sure yeah sure. them taking down pictures of uh you know the president's cokehead son's dick uh yeah maybe number two yeah. i don't know i'm sure I, i'm assuming there's other things though that might qualify more highly yeah there's this is a, such a silly little nothing thing but it's still gonna be a big deal because they can make it a big deal and like their frustration would not be able to make this as big a deal as they thought it should be in 2016 as part of this you gotta remember like trump got impeached for their first october surprise which is trying to get ukraine to gin up a phony 
uh, holding weapons they need over Ukraine's head to blackmail, ginning up a phony investigation of whatever Hunter Biden was doing with Burisma in, uh, right. in Ukraine and saying Joe Biden was under investigation. That flamed out. So their second one was this laptop thing. And so they're trying to push it. The only person that get to take the story is New York Post. And But people did cover it after the Post did. In fact, someone looked it up and it was mentioned 3,000 times in separate news articles in the run up to the election. But they just didn't get the blaring headlines they wanted. And they think it's because of Twitter as opposed to no one fucking caring because they right. can't point to anything that actually happened. So, yeah, it, it's just like uh, these guys, it, by the way. Every political campaign is lobbying every newspaper, every television station, every social media network for more favorable coverage and more favorable outcomes. Like Taibbi even said the Trump administration was doing it, too, and Trump was in power. He just didn't point to whatever content they asked to be flagged as disinformation or unfair and taken down. <coughs> so it's also stupid. <laughs> Sorry, so taking off COVID. Um, James, they invited James Woods on again. His One of his tweets of just a close up of Hunter's dick while he's fucking. Um, he is he, he's the one to take him down. He, he got invited on Tucker. We talked for 15 minutes uninter- uninterrupted about how this is a, an affront to the founding fathers that he can't look at Hunter Biden's hog on his Twitter timeline. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he also randomly went on a rant about how like everyone talks about these old white guys front of their country, but James Madison was only 17 when they wrote the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked it up, he was uh 36. I don't okay. know why he'd fucking lie about that. I know. 36, right. Yeah, it's 36. Well, they just can't old. help but bullshit. Also, yeah. he probably just heard it or misheard it at some point along the way. And he was like, that fit some shit. He, you know, a narrative yeah. that he had. And so it's just the truth now to him from now until the end of time, because that's how they fucking work. If he'd said the Declaration of Independence, he would have been far off because he's like 21 at the Declaration of Independence. But anyway, it's, it doesn't matter. James Wood's a fucking idiot. He's also probably, he's a, he's a pervert too. I don't know if we could, can we just say allegedly he likes young girls? Um, so the, the thing is, this is going to be the next two years of a fucking, like all these stupid scandals. I, I tried to pin people down who believe Benghazi is a big deal or what actually they think happened. Now, it could be a tragedy or a mistake. It can be incompetence, but they think, seem to think something's malicious there, and they think something malicious is here, too. Right. So we're going to be a bunch of hearings about it, and if you don't believe me, uh, listen to this Republican congressman who's about to take over the committee chairmanship. The story's just beginning, Jason, because we're going to have every single person at Twitter that was involved in this in front of the House Oversight Committee as soon as possible. Well, and one of the stories just beginning, Jason, because yeah. we're going to so, have every Right. So you yeah. said, because they can, like they're, you know, they're going to have control of Congress and it's just going to be uh, however many years they're there of shit like this. Totally worthless waste of time bullshit. It's like with their, their Twitter account, the first thing they tweeted, I think, after they took control was something about the laptop. Hunter Biden's laptop is real. And it's like, yeah, never mind inflation and all that shit y'all said you cared about, right? Let's get back into the, you know, this dude's dick. <laughs> No one's gonna fucking care, man. They can't. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care to no. defend Hunter Biden. Like, trading on his dad's name to get free no-show jobs seems utterly corrupt. But it's also the normal amount of American corruption. Right. <laughs> it's normal corruption. But I don't care about Hunter Biden. Hit him in the head with a fucking laptop if you want. Outlaw this type of fucking name, name name trading if you want. I'd be in favor of that. You're not in favor of that. You just want this one particular guy to be embarrassed and for everyone right. to look at his dick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. And speaking of everybody being embarrassed because we got to look at a dick, Herschel Walker in Georgia. Am I right? That was a reach. I apologize for that. <laughs> that wasn't very good. Right. But let's talk about the uh, the runoff currently going on. Uh, 
Matt or you, we got any kind of where I got we at right, right now? Where are we at right now? Uh, 50, 54% in, and uh, Warnock is up uh, 1.50.5 to 49.5. So the same amount he run the first round by at one point, but we don't know where it's going to end up yet. So I titled this segment optimistically, Farewell to a clown, but put in we hope just in case. <laughs> fucking, it's either it's either farewell to a clown or welcome our new clown overlords. Yeah, um, yeah I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm like optimistic. Uh, obviously, I'm hopeful, but you know, I'm pretty yeah. worried about it. Just because I mean, you know, I'm from Georgia. They got the Senate, whatever. But it's like I said earlier. Just I feel like just the sort of precedent that this sets and message that it sends and everything, if he actually gets in is just pretty uh, it doesn't, disconcerting and upsetting in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't say much about the status of public service service in this country, right? If you think this guy's qualified right? Um, and we're going to relive some of his most unqualified moments in a little bit, but we're talking about there. You're talking about the voting totals because you're seeing all these headlines that the early runoff is shattering records. But then I'd see other stories about how turnouts lagging behind um, election day in November. And I was like, well, how can both those things be true? And the answer is the per day rates are smashing records, but Republicans shorten the number of days. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so vote suppression works because uh, black and brown turnout is down. Um, so if Herschel wins, that will probably be why. Uh, they'll point to those turnout numbers, though, and be like, you know, mm-hmm. see, we told you there's no voter suppression. How can there possibly be voter suppression if uh, if turnout is at record record highs or whatever? But like you said, yeah. it's uh, just statistics, man. Last like, name, and statistics. Exactly, man. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like we talked, we joked earlier about how voting doesn't hit. But, if you, yeah, it's true. If you make people do it enough times and wait enough lines, they'll fucking just like, I got, to, I, I got shit to do, man. I got got a job to go to and kids to raise. Um, so we're going to talk about some of his greatest hits, but let's start with the last week of this thing. We showed his fucking dumb werewolf video last week. Um, so yeah, Obama did another rally and just, uh, in is about as savage as you can own someone in politics. Um, hit him pretty hard with this video. If you got, if you got it ready, Matt. Yeah. Obama still got it. <laughs> this is at, uses uh, powers for good more often right this is a at a warnock rally in georgia yeah on the subject of herschel walker and the shit he'd be saying if matt has it i just re recited the same thing you'd are here we go here we go <laughs> since the last time i was here mr walker has been talking about issues that are of great importance to the people of Georgia. Like whether it's better to be a vampire or a werewolf. This is a debate that I must confess I once had myself. When I was seven. All right, you got it, Matt. Yeah, got him. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a uh, uh, a Showtime at the Apollo level burn for politics, and apparently it hurt Herschel Walker's feelings. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 
he went around doing a bunch of news hits and all his friendly outlets. Make, like, remember last year, last week we were trying to analyze what his point was. I made the points about faith and I follow. Right, he's going. Like, people didn't listen to the second half of the clip. It's about how you've got to have faith. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, he, he's saying he's telling everybody's like it's not it's not fair what Obama did because he did he didn't tell the whole story, as as if explaining the rest of that incoherent string of lunacy that he's put together about werewolves and vampires as if explaining the rest of it through the very end would make people go, Oh, well, that's good. That's smart. Then that makes a lot of sense. Actually. I don't know why he left out the all important context in that werewolf vampire diatribe that this guy went on. But yeah, he's like, no, they're not telling the whole story. And it's like, bro, the whole story does not help. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't like you didn't need to talk about the movie Frank Night to get right. to the point about having having faith. And it makes your actions more meaningful. It'd be like if I was like, you know, I was thinking the other day about you should be nice to your fellow man, and uh, uh, I got I actually got that from an episode of Veggie Tales. And here's a 20 minute diatribe about Veggie Tales. Right. <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't. It doesn't. It's like, what? Well, yeah, okay, I get your point, dude. But uh, he also, I don't know if we talked about this, but uh, Herschel was doing a stump speech about how he played basketball with Obama one time and he let Obama win because he felt threatened by the secret service. Now he's being funny. He's joking around, but it never happened. And Herschel eventually admitted that he didn't happen. And then Obama's made another joke at that rally that how it was an imaginary ass whipping. It's like, like it's like there's so many lies that like, I know I was going to say, it's like, you think, how has he not learned to not do that by this point? Cause he's under such scrutiny and it's so high profile and you can't just say things that are, you know, demonstrably false over and over and expect people to not find out, especially once you've already been caught saying demonstrably false things like an innumerable amount of times already. But it's like, I mean, you know, his, his brain just don't work. Like he's, he's like, it's literally, he's a pathological liar. Like I don't, I don't think he can help it. He don't think about doing any of it. It just happens, you know, like lying is like breathing to him. I think yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gotta be. It, keeps, it, it doesn't really break through the news anymore, but like there have been like think two more women in the last week that came forward and said he, he uh, physically abused them when they dated. One said he definitely, like he, Herschel talks a lot about how he has multiple personalities, but God helped cure him of it or something. Mm-hmm. And this woman's like, no, he does have multiple personalities, <laughs> and a lot of them are extremely violent. And I don't know if she's qualified to diagnose him or whether he has an official diagnosis, but like either way, both he and this woman agree he's mentally ill, right? Right. Um, and so those are those are just some lies from the past week because he denies all this shit, and I fully believe this woman. He also like <laughs> he said it, it, he's lived in Georgia his whole life when quite obviously he lived in Dallas for decades. This woman was like, my dad was his mailman for twenty years. He lived right. in fucking Dallas. He still lives in Dallas. It's like you don't if Georgia law doesn't forbid you running for Georgia Senate from Dallas, why even fucking lie about it? No one really cares about that shit. Um, and so this article that Matt had up there, uh, it, the headlines was Herschel Walker's nine most stupendous, ridiculous and offensive lies. Uh, this is from October, so it doesn't even count <laughs> the latest ones we just talked about. We all know about the abortion one. He, we all know he lied about his education. Uh, like he, he's still lying about his education. He said he has a doctorate this week. Um, he said he has a doctorate. Is a really funny line because he said he got up there and said everyone is mentally ill. We're all mm-hmm. very crazy. You can trust me. I have a doctorate. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if in his mind that's like we're all crazy. So lay off of me about it. 
or something. Do you know what I mean? I like, hey, everybody's yeah. everybody's a little crazy and violent and abusive and all that. So yeah, trying trust to, me, I'm to, a doctor. Trying to diagram his speeches is like no, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I don't know why I even like bothered trying to make sense of what he might be thinking or attempting at any given point in time because it's just an exercise in futility. But you know, yeah. Here we are. He, he, he claimed <laughs> to have uh, founded a nonprofit veterans charity that turned out to be a for-profit program run by someone else who isn't him. All right. Uh, he also he told another charity lie that a lot, one of the, a lot of the pro- proceeds from one of his companies uh, went to charity. Everything eighty five percent of the profits. That was a fucking lie. Uh, we all know about the I was a cop lie. Um, he claimed we, we all. I think we talked before about. But he claimed to have owned the largest upholstery business in the country when he doesn't own, and it's not the largest upholstery business in the country. He doesn't own an upholstery business. Uh, <laughs> grandma being Native American for some reason. I didn't realize that it, you know, I know that white Southerners are really into that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, being, claiming to be one whatever Cherokee or whatever. It's a Southern, yeah. a Southern tradition. Having a yeah. mall somewhere down the line that was full blooded Cherokee, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't know that Hersh Walker was on that same tip. But yeah, my family's a one sixteenth Cherokee going back like twelve generations. You think eventually it'll get diluted, but it stays at one sixteenth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's also yeah. Any lower than that, and it starts to sound like bullshit, Mark. You know, so one one sixteenth yeah. you can run with. So this is a new one this week that made me laugh my ass off um, for a reason we'll get to in a second. But I'm not sure this goes in the category. It's, it's obviously a, it's a, both a lie and a mistake. Let's watch this uh, first Naval Academy. I mean, sorry, this, this West Point clip, Matt. But I'm going to tell you all a secret. I don't really want to go to college. I, want I believe to you. <laughs> service men and women because that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be a Marine. I said, yeah, I want to be a Marine. I spent time at West Point, and I thought I was going to be a Marine, but I couldn't tell my mom and dad. All right. You know, mom, dad. You got it. So the lie is that he did, he wanted to go in the military instead of playing a very lucrative career playing pro football. Uh, the mistake is that Marines don't go to fucking West Point. Right. Yeah. That's, the, right. that's the Army's yeah. bag up there. Yeah. Marines go to the Naval Academy. Annapolis. The Marines are a subset of the Navy. All right. So... I, I was like, did he just fumble his words to get mistaken there? No, because he said this at least twice that I know of and was caught on film. Matt, if you get the second video. Uh, I started playing football as I started to get better as an athlete. And, and it's funny, I started getting scholarship to go to college. But I'm going to tell you all a little secret, and we were talking about it by say, I really didn't want to go to college. I had spent time at West Point, and I thought I was cut out to be in the military. I really, really wanted to be a Marine, so I want to give all our service men and women. I'm done, man. I fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that. The last member of my family served in the military was like drafted in Korea. How the fuck does he not know that? And by the way, he's only down 0.8 points right now, so I guess no one else fucking cares. Um, <laughs> so I also he also said, I, I, like, this is like not just stupid and obviously full of lies because none of this actually happened, but it's creepy as fuck. Watch this video of him talking about renting a child so he can go see a <laughs> children's movie. And I just thank you guys. One last story. You know, 
Y'all have kids. Everybody have kids, I hope. You have kids that they love to watch all these shows and you have to sit there and watch them with them and stuff. And sooner or later, you get you like the shows, but they don't like them no more. And now you have to watch them by yourself and you feel like a dirty old man. Like I had to rent the neighbor's kid to go see Jungle Book like a year ago. Cause my son didn't want to go. You cut it back. You do not have to. Weird guy. You have 43 kids, dude. Yeah, right. Just go (laughs) find one of them, take them with you. But I think an underrated part of this one is that like Herschel Walker, it like, how do I want to put this? Like, well, he really loves kids programming uh, for a pretty obvious reason. I feel like, do you know what I mean? Like it's really telling that he's like, you get he gets into watching fucking Coco Melon or something like that with a three year old because you got no choice. Then the three year old, so the three year old grows up and gets to be a certain point where the kid is like, "This shit is dumb. I want to watch other shit because I'm too old for this. I'm not a baby." And Herschel Walker's like, "Oh man, I was just getting invested in this. Like this, is, he's like watching them in secret and stuff because you know he can't process. Look, dude, look how much of a loop the movie Fright Night." through him for right like oh fuck this whole week up he's much better off sticking to uh children's programming 10 and under uh specifically that's his entertainment wheelhouse i feel like now renting a neighbor child to take with you to the movie theater yeah i don't know what the fuck that's about but i'm not surprised in his choice of entertainment is all i'm saying (laughs) it's needs something to keep up with it's very funny as it worked today that the show I happen to work on uh, is hosted by a former NFL player. And he, uh, <laughs> he, he was joking with other hosts asked him how he met his wife. And he was like, I played a lot of football. I honestly don't remember the early stages of a relationship. <laughs> and this guy has a baseline of smart. All yeah. right? Herschel does fucking not. His, right. He did start from a baseline of fucking stupid and obviously can't think anymore. But if you want to, the, the Republican Party knows this. They know this very well, all right? So I want you just to hear this uh, clip of John Kennedy trying to explain how it's actually Herschel who's the smart one. If you got that Dude, video, Matt. John Kennedy, he's something else with this whole fucking foghorn leghorn thing, which evidently, by the way, is not how he actually talks. I saw, I've, seen, I've, seen, well, I've seen like old, older clips of him where he's not, he don't have that same voice. So mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, Something happened uh, at some yeah, point. I mean, Either way, he's whether he's faking the the voice or not, he's still a cartoon character. This motherfucker. But yeah, this is a uh, yeah. I mean, he went to wild. he went to like Oxford and another Ivy League school, uh, Oxford in England, another and an Ivy League school for grad school, law school or whatever. So I I'm assuming he's a very smart guy, at least on paper. Um, but it does remind me of like George Bush's fake West Texas accent when like yeah. he, he grew up in Maine, went to private school. In New Hampshire, and then moved to Texas, and all of a sudden became the only member of his family to talk, talk, start talking like this. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, let's watch John Kennedy try to explain how Herschel's actually the one who's wise. Dear Lord, save us from the IQ stupid people. What? They may be smart, but they don't have any sense. Now, you know who they are. They're all over Washington, D.C. They walk around with Ziploc bags of kale <laughs> that they can eat. This joke is from 2005. I know. I don't eat kale. You know why? Because kale tastes to me like I'd rather be fat. Mr. Walker understands 
All right, you can cut it out. Yeah. So the yeah, kale still doing the kale stuff. It, it always found found the whole kale discourse really frustrating, and it became sort of sort of like hipster superfood. But like when I was a kid, we grew it in the garden, and you throw it in a pot like every other type of greens, and cook right. it up with some fucking ham hocks. There's nothing new about kale. Someone figured out how to blanch it and market it in salads, I and mean, it is good in salads. I like it. But like, <laughs> it's like when Obama got arugula on a burger, and they tried to make it out like he was acting like, oh, was he like the king of France? It's like arugula is like a dollar ninety nine a thing. Who the fuck cares? But I know um, that 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 whole like. That's the thing that I've been hearing dumb people say for a long time about smart people. The whole like, maybe book smart, but he ain't got no common sense. You know what I mean? It's like the implications always, you know, who does have common sense is me. Uh, <laughs> I know how to yeah. work and stuff like that. And it's like another version of that. But also the IQ, maybe he meant to say the word high and forgot high IQ, stupid people or something. Cause just saying so, IQ, stupid people. That don't work, and that part bothers me for some reason. <laughs> no, I, mean, he's, I think you sort of pointed out he's pretending to be dumber than he is to connect right. with what he imagines as his voters. Um, but I, I, I don't agree with the gist of his point. We talked before about how the whole Democratic Party consultant class talk, like has too much grad school. They talk like fucking, you know, right. like aliens from a, from a, from a, a, a you know planet Stanford or something. But the uh, the the. And there's also like it was it was people who went to Harvard who got us involved in Vietnam and Iraq and mm. collapsed the financial markets in 2008. So he's sort of right, but he's talking about like pronouns and shit, right? right. <laughs> yeah, and being <laughs> vegan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, Matt, if you want to start looking for some comments and stuff like that, you can throw up there. Hey, everybody, smash that like button. All right, like, subscribe, oh, share, tell your friends whatever yeah. all that stuff what'd you find out mark something bad yeah 63 percent reporting and herschel walker's now up 5149 there we go well <laughs> if you're gonna bring us in we're gonna close strong with that uh yeah. downward trend yeah. maybe um, i mean i'm looking at where uh the votes are coming in from uh i don't yeah, i can't right. tell um you know yeah. maybe it'll be a big big maybe atlanta's yet to report or something yeah i need uh old john king uh Need him to explain this to me mm-hmm. with a touchscreen map uh, and much talk of districts and reporting and things of that nature because yeah. I don't like Miami the Dade. sound of it. Miami Dade's not getting reported, Trey. Miami Dade's not getting reported. Yeah. Um, uh, I know before we started, you said there was like 35% in and he was up by like three or four points or something like that at that time. And then it's just gradually gone down and uh, now uh, mm-hmm. Walker's in yeah, the lead. So. If I had to guess, they count the they dump the mail early mail ballot early voting in first, and then uh, the same day comes last. So it's probably more heavily Republican tilted, but we'll see. Um, uh, Adam Cuthbert says, "I recall DeKalb County always taking a very long time." Um, I don't know. Yeah, now's the coping part of being owned. We'll see. <laughs> DeKalb County has much of the Atlanta area, says an oh, yeah. enemy anemone, long time watcher and commenter there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Matt's looking for comments. I want to talk about. So, I read this story. This reporter went to. Um, uh, yeah, I can't wait to La- see Zandy's next week either. I won't be there, but Laura Borealis can't wait to see Zandy's next week. Yeah, we can't wait neither. Not Mark. Me, Corey, and Drew can't. They're always great fun. I'm glad you're coming. Anyway, Mark, you've been <laughs> cut off like four times. What are you trying to say there, buddy? What are we doing? Oh, 
Uh, this reporter went to, I'd never heard of this place before, the Faroe Islands. It's a group of 18 islands in the North Atlantic, about halfway between Norway and Iceland. It's uh, technically it's part of Denmark, but kind of runs their own government. And the guy was just writing about their tax system, which should be a very boring article, but it made me furious because it's amazingly simple. Right. The, the, it's a small country with a central bank that, all, that does your taxes, takes them out, sends your paycheck, also adds in your whatever government benefits you have. You never have to fucking think about your taxes. Right. And I was like, "What?" It's just an example of how we can't have nice things. Right. Yeah, we've talked <laughs> like, about it before, and it's like we were talking last week about workers' rights and stuff in this country. It's the type of shit that most Americans don't ever really like think about because they don't have a frame of reference or whatever. But there's no reason that it needs to be as shitty as it is. Yeah, the way taxes work is another great example of that. Because, dude, I don't, I, I don't, I didn't know that until I was probably. I mean, I definitely was in my 20s for sure when I found out that, you know, that other countries, it don't work like that. <laughs> you know, you get a bill, basically, and, you know, they don't yeah. make you. Because I remember when I first got to be an adult and started had to, like, do taxes, I was like, the fuck is all this shit? <laughs> but it's just like, oh, it's just how it works. And then finding out a few years later, it's not how it works everywhere. Uh, pissed me off. And uh, Andrea Fox says my 87 year old grandma does my taxes. Well, that's uh, you're going to jail, jail, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe yeah. you can plead mammal on a tax fraud case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and enemy anemone is back and says, I do think Warnock will win. So they are not uh, discouraged. It says Warnock has 50.7% now. Uh, yeah, it's going to, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it's going to be changing and be razor thin. Michael Waldrop says, I'm into cab. We heavily turned out in early voting and we vote down. So mm -hmm. the cab County is now 45% reporting Walker's still ahead by about 32,000 votes. Okay. We got our cool. own, guys, we got our own John Kings. Yeah. There in, the, in the skew, in the skewership. Some of our skewers out there. Yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of Steve's Kornacki. That's how I'm pluralizing Steve Kornacki. Steve's, yeah. Like attorneys general. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Do, I like it. Uh, yeah, you guys are doing great. I appreciate you. Yeah. We're not going to know in the next two minutes what happens, but um, at least by the end of the I'm day, a, nothing crazy happens. I'm going to call it. I'm wrong all the time on the show and nothing fucking happens to me. So I'm going to call it. Warnock is one. Everybody go to bed. How about that? <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, it had to yeah. be here first. I think that means we broke that because nobody else would, you know, just make it up like we did. But Mark says, uh, I've seen Warnock's enough. going to win. Yeah, Mark has seen enough. Aaron McCullough <laughs> says, who needs the Kornacki cam? That's right. Not when we got all the Steves, got our Steves of our own. Have you seen when they bring him out to talk about sports? Because he gets really excited to talk about sports, like all his high level statistical analysis. That's really what he's having no. the most fun. They kind of I make get him what, do dude. The, I, t yeah. I totally get that. That makes all the sense in the world to me. Anytime yeah. I'm ever on a rare, do somebody else's podcast, something like that, and like sports is the thing we're talking about, or like every now and then in Tennessee, I'll do like sports yeah. radio in Nashville, rarely. And, but it's always uh, just a wonderful yeah. time. I don't, I'm I, not I, any, I don't know any more about that. Then I do yeah. this, but I run my mouth with equal aplomb. So let, let me take this one. So Kim Kim Cusado is asking Trey, who do you want to be in the college football top four? And I will tell you, Trey's ideal top four would be Tennessee Volunteers, Rocky, top. That's he nailed it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Kim also longtime uh, viewer and patron and all that stuff. So I mean, uh, I think they got it. I think they got it right. I was 
furious and terrified at the prospect that Alabama might somehow sneak in once TCU lost, but TCU lost by a narrow margin and thus stayed in the top four, which I think was correct. USC lost, which put Ohio State in. I, I do not like Ohio State, but like, yeah. I get it. I'm not furious at how it turned out. Obviously, it just it really kills me that now in retro, we knew then too, but all Tennessee had to do was beat the goddamn Gamecocks. And mm-hmm. we'd be in there for sure, but you know, it is it is extremely funny didn't. that like T, Alabama was going to get in because TCU lost, but Alabama, Alabama wasn't playing because TCU made it to their conference champ, I know. Uh, championship game, yeah. and Alabama was just sitting at home because they were losers, and they were going to somehow advance yes. the team played and lost, and they had two <laughs> losses. Yeah, no, I mean, right? I, I mean, was again, people, yeah. you know. But I get why people were, you know, postulating that it might happen because Alabama, you know, they're fucking Alabama. And it's like the the committee will bend over backwards to get Alabama in there if they, any way they can. And the whole time I was like, I swear to God, if that happens, I won't do anything but piss and moan and still watch and be upset. But I'll be very upset. But it didn't happen. So, hey, what are you going to do? All right. It's December, everybody. Listen, uh, we're going to have – we're going to – we're going to figure out how the holidays are going to work here at the SKUs, but they're going to, something's going to happen and we'll let y'all mm-hmm. know. But either way, uh, quick reminders again, TreyCrowder.com to get tickets to see me live. It's fun. You should do it. And also go to weeklyskews.com slash more or go on Patreon and look me up and you can get some bonus SKUs episodes for $5 a month and support the show in the prog- process. Either way, we'll be back here next Tuesday to do it all again. Go Warnock. Go balls. Merry Christmas. Say you love you. Bye. That'll do it.